In this episode, we're going to look at how to configure initial switch settings. I'll show you how to do it and have a discussion of the concepts along the way. In this activity, we're going to look at performing basic switch configuration tasks. We'll be securing access to the command line interface and console ports using encrypted and plain text passwords. We'll also learn how to configure messages for users logging into the switch. These message banners are also used to warn unauthorized users that access is prohibited. We'll be discussing verifying the default switch configuration, configuring basic switch configurations, and configuring the banner message of the day, and then finally how to save those configuration files to NVRAM. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation, and if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Configure initial switch settings. Now, before we get into this, there's something I'd like to tell you about these labs. These labs, we tell you once, and then we don't tell you again how to do that. Now, what do I mean? Looking at this, we have objectives. We have four parts to this lab. Parts one through four is configuring switch one, S1. We're going to walk you through. We're going to show you how to put passwords on. We're going to show you how to set up host names. We're going to give you the exact commands. We're going to give you parameters and arguments to put into there. We're going to explain what is happening as we go. Then with step five, we're going to go from switch one to switch two. And all we're going to say is configure a host name. We're not going to give you the command. We're not going to give you all the arguments or options that go with it. Configure the security. And that's what we're going to say. We're not going to do that. My recommendation is as you work through these and we give you a command and an explanation and the arguments that go with it, I would be writing these down. Whether it's in a notebook with pencil and paper, whether it's a document on your screen, but you're going to need these commands in the future. And, or even in the same lab, especially in this lab. Here, part one, two, three, and four, we're gonna show you how to do something. And then part five is we're gonna have you repeat it on a different switch, but we're not gonna tell you how to do that. So I would be writing these commands down as we work on them. Once again, this is episode two, Packet Tracer Lab 2.5.5, configure initial switch settings. These are the objectives. We're gonna have, we're gonna work through some basic configurations and then we're gonna have you repeat them. Are you familiar with it? Down in the instructions, part one, we're gonna verify our default settings. Once again, this is the default setting. This is opening up the box, taking the switch out putting it down on the counter, powering up for the first time, plugging your console in. This is what you're going to get. There was no saved configurations on there. There was no prior setup done at this point in time. Now, what we're gonna have you do is open up the configuration window for S1. Simply go over, click on S1. There we are. We have our command line interface up. You can tell that this device just booted up and it says press return to get started. There you go, that's what we're looking for. Go ahead, hit enter several times. We're right in our switch. Once again, notice there was no password set up. So this is just like you pulled this switch right out of the box when you bought it. We wanna change into privilege exec mode. So we'll go ahead and type the word enable. That takes us from user exec mode into privilege exec mode. Once again, note our command prompt changed. We went from the greater than sign to the 
hashtag the pound sign, the Octothorpe, or my personal favorite, the waffle sign. So we changed that. We went from a read-only mode to administrator mode now that we're in there. We're going to look at the current configuration. What is in memory at this point in time? How the switch is running? In order to do that, this is the show running config command. Come over here in privilege exec mode. We're going to type in show running dash config and hit enter. Now, once again, notice at the bottom of this is the more sign. They're saying there's more information to be displayed. Instead of giving you all at once, what we're going to do is give it to you one page at a time and we're not going to scroll it off. Now, two ways to continue on with this. One is I can hit the enter key takes you down one line at a time, or I can hit the space bar and it takes me one page. Look at the bottom here. Fast Ethernet 04 is the last one. I'm gonna hit the space bar once. And now Fast Ethernet 015 is the bottom one. Then we're down to the gigabits. We're going down all the way until we end. The nice thing about these configuration windows, these terminal emulation windows, is you can scroll back up and you can look. And this will allow us to go in and answer these questions. How many fast ethernets are there? Well, you can scroll up and down here. Oh, look at this. Here's one, fast ethernet zero, then two, then three, all the way down until 24. Once again, the question is asking for how many fast ethernets. So there are 24 of those fast ethernets. How many gigabits? We can look here and we can see one, two, two gigabit ones. What are the range? What is the range of values shown for the VTY window lines? What are that? Here we have two values. We have zero to four and five to fifteen. Once again, VTY is virtual terminal emulation. That's connecting in over your in-band connections using your in-band width. Do that using your network bandwidth to connect into these devices. Typically you use an IP address. You can do it from your office anywhere in the world. So the range of values here is zero to 15. Which command displays the contents of non-volatile random access memory? Meaning when it turns off and it turns back on, that that file is still there. That's like saving your term paper you're working on. You go up and you hit save, it saves that document for you. So what command? Well, we did a show, well, what's the last command we did here over in the command prompt window? If I do up arrow, it was a show running config. That was what's in RAM now, but they're asking for what's in NVRAM, non-volatile RAM here. And the command for that, well, if you don't remember that, you can get rid of that and put in show space question mark and these are all the other show commands well it doesn't look like here going through here oh here's our running config oh here it is show startup of our configuration right there so we want startup dash config and that's the there and now when we said show us that file, so the command here is show startup-config. 
Why does the switch respond with it's not present? Well, once again, there is nothing there. If there was a startup config that was saved, it would have booted into that. But we are in the initial configuration, meaning there was no startup file. And so we are in our initial configuration mode. Okay, part two, basic, basic switch configuration. First thing we're going to do is change our name. So I'm going to hit enter a couple of times, get us some clear space to work in. Now we want to go from privilege exec mode into global exec mode. This would be config T, config T, C-O-N-F-T, configure terminal, however you want to do that. I like the shortcut methods typically. The command here to change your, to put a name on your switch is host name. You want to use the host name, so we type in host name. And I'm gonna put a question mark in there just to get the help feature shown to you again. And it's looking for a word. Basically, what do you wanna name this switch? So I wanna name it capital S1. Once again, host names are case sensitive. Go ahead, go ahead and type exit, following along with the lab, takes us out. And it says, we were configured from console by console, meaning somebody logging in at the console made some configuration changes. I hit enter a couple more times, gives us some clear space. Now, we want to set the password for anybody using our console cable. That's that blue cable that we're out of band. We're not using our network to configure our device. So we got to go into global configuration mode first. Config T. Then we want to tell it what line we're doing. Because once again, this line is being able to go in and change the settings on your computer. So we can either do console or virtual terminals. Here we're dealing with the console connection and you have to identify which one. There's only one on here, but once again, computers sometimes start counting with zero. So we, it's console zero. Notice how our prompt changed here, config dash line. So we're configuring it. We're gonna go in and put password in. We're gonna use the password they told us, let me in. So that sets the password. Then, whoop, I hit the up arrow by accident. Then we're gonna type the command login. What login does is yes, even though we set the password, we need to tell the line VTY to use the password. Otherwise it's just gonna bypass that password. So if we type the word login, it's gonna say, every time somebody logs in using the VTY, check that password. And so that's what we're going for. Let's exit out of that, what we're doing. Exit out again, saying some configuration was done. There we go. And so why was the login required to apply it to the console? Now we want to verify that the console is actually required. Once again, we are using the console connection over here in the lab. And so what we're going to do is we're just going to go ahead and type exit. And then from privilege exec mode, when you type exit, it logs you completely out of your device. So it says press return to get started, look, should look familiar. And now all of a sudden it's asking for a password. Password once again was let me in. And so we're in.
Down to step four. Step four is securing privilege mode access. So getting into that privilege exec mode. Currently right now, if I type in enable, doesn't need a password. I'll exit, oh, I exit all the way out, let me in. Doesn't require a password. So type enable, gets there. Once again, this is a change to our system. So we have to first start off into global configuration mode config t and now we want to say hey we want to enable this password we want to turn it on for, to go from privilege exec or sorry to go from user exec mode to privilege exec mode and how we do that is we say enable and what are we enabling well it's a password here and so the password we're going to use is a lowercase c the number one the dollar sign lowercase c and a zero Cisco and lead speak. So we're going to use that as our password. Now, is that a good password? Yes, it's definitely complex, but it, most people would say it's not long enough. You could brute force that fairly easily, that password. But anyways, that's the password we're going to use for this exercise. Go ahead and set it. I'm going to type exit. Notice when I typed exit, it's going to say configurations were done. And so that's what we're looking at. I'm going to hit, I usually always hit enter a couple times to give me some clear space. Okay, we're going to verify here that privilege mode is secure. We're going to exit all the way out, which we did. Press enter to get started. It's asking for a password here. This is our LineCon0 password. Let me in. All One word, all lowercase. Gets us in. Now we want to try to get into the privilege exec mode. And this is an example here on how what the lab is going to say. We showed you earlier how to get into privilege mode now it's just going to say enter privilege mode it's not going to give you the command once again the command is what enable so i hit enable and now it's asking for a password remember that password we set up to get into privilege mode was a lowercase c number one dollar sign lowercase c zero and now we are in there now we're going to look at our running config. So I type in show running dash config spacebar through come down to the bottom here and notice here's our line con zero. Let me in. It's in clear text. We can read it. If I scroll back up here, our enable password here, that's exactly it. That's in clear text also. So somebody looking over your shoulder may be able to look at it and remember it fairly easily. Especially let me in. I bet you you could look away now and you could remember that as your password. We're going to go on to step six here. I hit enter a couple times to give us some clear working area. We're going to encrypt a password to secure our privileged mode. You can actually set two passwords here. You can set an unencrypted password and an encrypted password. If you set both of them, the encrypted password takes precedence on it. So to configure our encrypted password, we gotta get into global configuration mode, config T, and then it's enable. But last time we typed the word password, this time we're gonna type the word secret. And then we're actually going to put what our password is. And it, the password we're actually going to use is, it's a secret, all lowercase, all one word, 
nothing too complex about it. This is just an example. It's a secret. Okay. Step seven says verify it. Okay, so we'll exit out. Hit enter a couple times, give us some room to work. Now we'll go in and we'll show our running config. Show space running dash config. And before I even hit enter, here is our enable password and clear text. Here's the one we just entered in when we put the word secret in there. And notice what it looks like. This was, it's a secret. That's what I typed, all one word, all lowercase. But they encrypted it here. Looking over, if I look, if you looked over my shoulder, would you be able to remember that? And that's what we're going for at this point in time, that you can't easily remember that. If we go down and look here, let me in is still on our console, still in clear text. But we can go and we can encrypt those. Give myself some working room to chain to encrypt these passwords. You need to get in global configuration mode. So config T. And then the command here is service S word dash encryption. Service password encryption. What that's going to do is encrypt all of my clear text passwords. Exit out. Hit enter a couple times. Question here. If you configure any more passwords on the search, will they be displayed in configuration as plain text or encrypted form? If you look in your reading or look it up online, when you type in service password encryption, it's going to pass encrypt all clear text passwords you have in your running configuration right now and all future passwords you enter. So it will encrypt everything going forward and everything you have entered now. It'll encrypt everything because you set it up as a service. And once again here, I'm gonna go down on, on the left side here in my configuration window, type in show running dash config. Take me down to the line, remember how that was in clear text. And now up here, this is not in clear text anymore. And so we have now made it harder for somebody to look over your shoulder and remember what it is. I hope you're liking this episode on practical configuration examples. Leave a comment on what you think about these configuration examples. If you still have a question or comment, please let me know below. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. Okay, for this next part, we're going to configure our message of the day banner, the message that pops up before somebody can log in. Typically, this is a security authorization warning saying if you don't belong here, please leave. 
Now to do that, we need to get in global configuration mode, config T, and the words here are banner. So we, we wanna be working on our banner. Message of the day, M-O-T-D, and then we put our deliminators. The deliminators go around the message. It lets the operating system know what should I display because they don't wanna display the word banner, they don't wanna display M-O-T-D, they just wanna display a certain message. And so what we do is we put deliminators there. In this example, we have quotes. It will use quotes here as that. But you can you can use the exclamation mark, the ampersand, the hashtag, dollar sign, percent sign. You can use just about any of those characters on the shift number keys as your delimitators. Now, why they let you do that is, let's say you wanted to include the number sign in your message. Well, then don't use the number sign as your delimitator. Use something else. And so they give you a little bit of flexibility here. So back in our command here, we're going to use quotes as our delimitator. This is a system message, period. Authorized access only. Exclamation mark. And then close delimitator. That's what we have there. Type that in there, type exit. It gives you a little message saying we did some configuration. Question reads, when will this be displayed? So when will it be displayed? Well, I said when you log completely out. So right here from privilege exec mode, if I type exit, it'll log me out. Now it says return to get started. When I hit return, Here's my message. Here's that banner message of the day. At this point in time, then we can put in our password. Let me in. Our enable password. Again, in privilege exec mode. It's a secret. And there we go, we are in. So when will this be display? Logging in. Why should every switch have one? The limit unauthorized access. And it also, if you do wind up in court, it also will say that we warned them not to be in our system. If they didn't have authorization, they shouldn't be in there. Part four right here is we're gonna save and verify that we actually have our messages saved. Now, once again, to do that, we do it from privilege exec mode, and that was the copy command. So copy, space, if you put a question mark in there, these are all the different locations. And basically what we wanna do is take our running config, the current system, so what, whatever we did just set, we set up some passwords, we set a host name, and we wanna copy it to our startup config. That's that file that's read when the router or switch boots up. It reads that in and it'll set up that router according to that file at that point in time. And so it's just a simple copy statement of from and to. Where am I copying it from? Where am I copying it to? So I'm copying it from my running dash config to my startup dash config. 
And notice when I do that, it's going to confirm, are you sure you want to write it to this file? Make sure you didn't spell it wrong. There you go. Looks good. And it copied it over. Close the window, shortest for S, S1. Okay. Now, the question is, is what is the shortest abbreviated version of copy running dash config startup dash config command that you can use? Okay, so I'm gonna go back into switch one and help us figure that out that way. Now, the shortest version of that. So if I type in a C, because remember it's, copy space running dash config space startup dash config that's the entire command but we can abbreviate it down so once those each one of those individual words become unique that's as far as we can do that to do that what i'm going to do is i'm in privileged exec mode i'm going to type in a c and then a question mark well here you've got five things that match it so that's not unique so if i type in co with a question mark it's down to three things that match Configure, connect, and copy. Well, that's not going to work. If I put in a C, O, P, and question mark, oh, we only have copy here. Okay, so that's good. And then the next part here was running config. So I'm going to put in R in a question mark. Oh, there's only one option that matches R. Well, there we go. So I can put in a space because the R is unique. Now I can put in the C and I'm going to put a question mark. Unrecognized command. Ah, it's not a C, it's an S. So I'm going to put an S in and then a question mark. And notice there's two things here that match, SCP and startup config. So I have to get it unique. So if I put an S and a T in a question mark, only one word comes up, startup config. So all three of these right now COP space R space ST, those all three are unique. And if I do that and hit enter, it's going to act just like it did up here when I use the full command. Are we sure we want to copy that file? Yes, we are. There we go. So the shortest version of that was COP space R space ST. And once again, it is case sensitive, so you make sure it's a lower C. My word automatically corrected that. Second one, examine the startup configuration file. Which command will display the contents of the NVRAM? So which of the non-volatile RAM? This is that startup file. So what command will display that? Well, it was a show command. And then you remember what it was? Well, if you don't put it in the show space question mark. Okay, let's look through here. Do any of these look familiar? Nope, I'm gonna hit the space bar. Give me a new page of stuff. Looking down, looking through, running config. That's the current one, so that's what's in RAM. And what's in RAM is lost when I turn it on and off, so that's not what we're looking for. But down here, this is the startup config. That's the startup configuration. That's what's stored in NVRAM. So it's now startup. Dash config. So the answer is show startup dash config. Once again, case sensitive, auto correcting by word here. So if I do that, 
space bar through it there. What can we do is shorter? Actually we can, we can do S-H-O space S-T-A. And both of those words are unique there. And there we go, that's, a, that's a showing our startup file. Are all the changes that were entered recorded in the file? Meaning all the changes we made into RAM, were they saved into the NVRAM? Was our running config saved to the startup config? Earlier, a couple steps ago, we had you do that copy run start. That saved that file in there. You can go back, you can compare them. You can do a, a show running config and a show startup config and compare them. But yes, they're all identical at this point in time. Okay, so go working through these first four parts. I would be writing down these commands because now in part five, this is where we get into, okay, now you've done it on switch one. So you've completed the configuration here on switch one. Now configure switch two. You can't remember the commands. You can go back up and look in the lamp or I would check my notes. So configure S2 here. Name the device. So I'm going to close the configuration here. Switch one. Open up the configuration for switch two. Slide it over so I can see my instruction. Press return to get started. There we go. Open configuration window for S2. Device name is S2. Once again, how do we do that? Well, we go in and enable. You get into privilege exec mode. Or EN for short. Then we want to get into global configuration mode, so config T, config, configure terminal. And then to change the name, what was it again? Yep, host name. And then we want it S2. Once again, remember, names are case sensitive. Names are case sensitive. And as soon as I hit enter after doing host name space capital S2, the name is changed. So you can see that right there on my line. Protect Axle to the console using the let me in password. But we want to go in and configure our console. And once again, what was that command? That was line, because we're going to work on one of our lines into our there. Console, or CON for short. And you have to specify which number, seeing as we only have one and computers start counting with zero. It's zero. Our prompt changes again. So we're down here on line con zero, or configure line. Protect it with the password. So we want to set the password as let me in. And what step do we need to do next? Well, that step is we actually have to say login. And once again, that applies it to the login. Otherwise, yes, we set the password, but we actually didn't make it make it work during the login process. The lo When you type in login, like I did right here, that sets it up for logging in I type exit out I hit enter a few times to give me some clear working space on to step 5c configure and enable password of Cisco one and enable secret password of it's a secret okay well to do that I'd be looking in my notes here enable and how you can tell if you're 
write is I typed in a couple characters and I hit tab and I use tab completion. I can put a question mark in here. Once again, we can either do password or secret. And so they're having us do both of it here. Do password. I type in a couple characters, hit tab. C one dollar sign C zero. And you can set the other one right away also. So enable secret and I can hit tab right away of it's a secret. So I set those two passwords, the, the enable password and enable secret password. Exit out. Once again, telling me we did some stuff. Configure an appropriate message to those logging into the switch. What was that called? That was the banner message of the day. Need to be in global configuration mode, so config T. The command for the banner message of the day is, yep, banner, M-O-T-D, and then you need to put deliminators in there. The example we used up above was the quote sign. I'm gonna use the hashtag, the pound sign, the waffle sign, shift three. I'm gonna use that, no, unauthorized access. And then you have to use the same delimiter you started with that you're ending with, which was the pound sign. I'm gonna go back over here on auth. Missing a U. And you can leave the cursor right there and just hit enter and then enter that in there. Encrypt all plain text passwords. Okay, so what we have to do is encrypt them. And once again, that was a service. And that was password dash encryption. Can't remember how to spell encryption. I'm gonna hit tab to see if it's close. Oh, look at that. It entered it in. Exit out. Give me a message saying there was a configuration there. Ensure that the configuration is correct. How do we do that? We look at our settings. How do we do that? Yep, we look at our RAM, our running configuration. So show running dash config or show run. Run is short enough and it's unique that it'll display that there. So I go ahead and enter looking through here. We say here saying our host name is S2. We have an enable secret password of something encrypted. You can't necessarily tell what it is, but there's something there. We have an enable password. Normally it's in clear text, but we did service password encryption. So they did put it into not clear text. Looking through here, coming down, we have our banner message of the day. Once again, it changed. Changed a little bit how it recognized our opening and ending characters, but we have that in there. We have our line con zero. Normally it's in clear text, but we did service password encryption. There we go. Did not ask us to do the VTY passwords, so I didn't do that. And we want to save our configuration. Saving our configuration. Once again, we copy our running config into our startup config, our RAM into our NVRAM. So copy, run 
start. You could put running dash config, startup dash config. You could put COP space R space S. I like this version of it because it's pretty succinct on what you're doing. It's going to say, are you sure you want to run it? Write, write it as startup config because once again that's an existing file it's unique with start yes we do and we saved it and so there we go we completed episode 2 packet tracer lab 2.5.5 configure initial switch settings it was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples if you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.